You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What's up, everybody? It's Rob Brandt. And it's Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome back to episode 130 of the Brothers Brandt podcast, NBA on Christmas Day. Ho, ho, ho. Rick, tell the listeners what they're in store for with this episode we got here. For all you listeners out there and sports fans around the world, NBA games have always been a staple on Christmas Day. We talked in a recent podcast episode about the NFL on Thanksgiving Day, but in this episode 130, we break down the 75-year tradition on the hardwood, and we also, we're going to dive deep into this year's headline games for the 2022 Christmas Day. Rob, are you ready to do this? Oh, yeah. Ready to go. All right. Let's have some dribbling fun, shall we? Yeah. What the hell was that? All right. <laughs> Here we go, folks. This marks the 75th edition of NBA games being played on Christmas Day. The tradition began in 1947, which was the NBA's second season. They've done it every year since. Rob, um, and take unlike, it away. Unlike uh, the NFL episode that we did where the NFL focuses on a couple of teams every year, like the Lions and the Cowboys playing every year. Uh, this does not have any prejudice. They they don't have any ties to any spe- specific teams. However, there are teams that have played a lot more than other teams. <laughs> it's not guaranteed every year, but the New York Knicks have played 66% of the time. <laughs> yeah. That's 54 games over the 75-year span. Um, the uh, Since 1995, you know, you can make an argument here, but it's not one specific team. The defending champions play on Christmas Day. I like that rule. It kind of reminds me of how the NFL season kicks off every year on a Thursday night with the defending Super Bowl champions hosting a football game. They get their trophy, the rings, the banner, 
And it's really cool that the NBA features the previous year's championship team mm -hmm. on Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. And a fun fact here is Doc Rivers and Phil Jackson have not only played on Christmas Day, but they've also coached on it, too. That's talk pretty about, epic. Talk, That's about, pretty talk epic. about spanning, uh, you know, a generation. Uh, you know, they played in their 20s and then coached in their 40s and 50s. So <laughs> It's almost like LeBron James, who this year, Rob, will be playing in his record-setting 17th Christmas Day game as a player. Wow. I mean, what is Christmas without LeBron James on the hardwood? Um, everyone's off from work. You know, you might, you got to put the star player, you know, you could say Jordan, you could say LeBron, he's the goat, you know, goat argument. You got to have him on primetime and Christmas day is primetime. One of the things that I love about Christmas day basketball, Rob, are the uniforms. They get so creative, the sneakers, like, mm -hmm. Yeah, they'll have red or green laces on the sneakers. Yeah, uh, the NBA started doing a snowflake logo, like a little patch on their uniform. And then yep. what tops it for me, and I actually have one of these uniforms, Rob, is the New York Knicks St. Patty's Day green uniforms. They of, rock this on course. Christmas Day too. Of course, you have a St. Patty's Day Nick uniform. Like, why wouldn't you? Right, that's my case. That's the point. Who wouldn't? All right. Now, listen, Christmas Day, Rob, has bode well for home teams. You're waking up Christmas morning. You're opening packages with your kids, your family. You're getting in your car. You're driving to the stadium. Mm -hmm. Of course, of course, it's going to go well for home teams. There are 142 and 75. So, wow. High success rate. For the 66 home percent winning percentage right there i like that look at you with all the math just breaking it down you know, I'm, I'm a nerd so i I like math it's also I'm not surprising to me rob that nba christmas day games have garnered some of the highest television ratings often higher than any other nba game all season with the exception of the nba finals so I mean, everybody's tuned in, as you said, off from work, on the couch, watching the games, maybe maybe going to watch a little history. Who knows? Maybe some epic performances. And speaking of history, we got a couple of fun facts of history that happened on the hardwood during Christmas. In 1961, Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain scored 59 points and had 36 rebounds. 36, Rick said 36 that's bonkers. Wild. In 1984, Hall of Famer Bernard King scored 60 points on Christmas Day, which was a record then, obviously beating Will Chamberlain of 59. In 2008, legendary head coach Phil Jackson won his 1,000th game on Christmas Day. Talk about a great Christmas present there. I don't know if it gets much better than that. I don't know if we're going to see any epic performances this year, Rob, but we've got five. Count it five unbelievable matchups this year on Christmas Day. Let's get into the first one, Rob. And I love this matchup here. It's the Philadelphia 76ers traveling up north to take on the New York Knickerbockers at Madison Square Garden. What is a Knickerbocker? 
you know, I would get into it with you, but we just don't have that type of time on this podcast here. So <laughs> I'm going to keep the show rolling. For all you listeners out there, you can Google what is a Knickerbocker and call me and let me know. <laughs> this is the 13th and most common matchup on Christmas Day in NBA history. So this will be the 13th time that the 76ers and the Knicks play on Christmas Day. It will be their first since 2017. So it's been five years since they've tipped off on Christmas Day together. But it should be an interesting matchup. Both teams, what I would say, Rob, are evenly matched. They're 500-ish teams to -hmm. start the season. I think they both had playoff aspirations. They're Eastern Conference rivals. Both made it to the postseason last year, hoping to return this year. It'd be Philly's sixth consecutive postseason appearance. I mean, there's some really good players to watch for in this matchup. First with the 76ers, Joel Embiid is a great basketball player. I don't know about his character off the court. You and I have witnessed some things that I'm just never going to be a Joel Embiid fan. So he's a great player. I just, I can't root for the guy. Now on the other side, I kind of never really was a James Harden fan either. But you and I spent some time out at Arizona State University this past fall, and we got a chance to tour ASU's Hall of Fame, where James Harden is the most decorated basketball player in ASU Sun Devil history. So I kind of like James Harden now. Hey, nothing nothing wrong with that. Yeah, the ASU trip was an eye-opener for the Harden uh, faithful on the crew. Again, Joel Embiid, good basketball player, not a huge fan of him. But, um, you know, I think – and then and then Knicks have R.J. Barrett, you know, uh, first-round selection out of Duke um, a couple of years ago. Julius Randle is an absolute machine, uh, rebounding machine, putting up a lot of points this year. Obi Toppin out of Dayton, the Flyers. Um, it's going to be a great matchup. I think Philadelphia just might be a little bit too much for them. They have Tobias Harris. They have Tyrese Maxey. They have a lot of depth to their roster. So I think that the 76ers are going to take this, but it's going to be a high. I think it's going to be, um, I'm going to rephrase that. Not a high scoring game. I think it's going to be a rough and tumble game. Lots of fouls. That's just how both these teams play. Yeah. And Spike Lee's going to be on the sidelines cheering on his Knicks. The atmosphere at the garden is always fantastic, but It goes up a notch on Christmas Day. I'm going to take the Knicks in this one. We'll see how it plays out. Here's the best part on Christmas Day, Rob, is it's just one game to a next. It's like perfectly timed out. You don't have to go flipping back and forth on channels. It's just one gets done, and then the next one is on. And in this case here, Rob, your 76ers played in the first one, and my Dallas Mavericks are hosting in game two at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time against the aforementioned LeBron James playing in his 17th Christmas Day game. How about it? How about it? This is going to be this is going to be fun. The Mavs have been to the playoffs the past 3 years and they were in the Western Conference Final last year. They were a couple win a couple I think they were a win or a couple wins away from making it to the finals. Yeah, the Suns knocked them out 4 to 1 in the series. It really wasn't that close. They they really had spent all their energy just to get there. I think they went to several game sevens. Yeah, that's that. right. They did go to so the it NBA, was, first of all, the NBA playoffs is long. Like it's like a second season. It 
It really is. Like, if you look at baseball, baseball's 162 games, which I think is too long to begin with. They need to chop those games. But then, like, the first series is like a game, a three-game series, and then the second one's, a, what, a five-game series, and then it's like a seven-game series, and then a seven-game series. So it's like basketball, half the league makes it in. <laughs> and it's like could go like I think is it five and seven or something like that it's, it's like too it's, much it's too much I just remember during COVID I was like when is this over <laughs> it's never gonna stop though it's never gonna reduce in size because of the money and all the teams yeah. that make it to the playoffs but it's it's way too long but Christmas Day gets your attention and as you mentioned the Mavericks were good last year I'd say they're underperforming frankly this season to begin with and there's no doubt about it the Lakers are too but you got some studs, studs on that hardwood on on Christmas Day. I mean, think about it. Anthony Davis, LeBron James, the king himself, Russell Westbrook, Scottie Pippen Jr. out of Vanderbilt, by the way. I loved him in college. <laughs> Excited to see what type of NBA career he has. He'll be laced up for the Lakers. Going against a couple of my favorite players, Spencer Dinwiddie. All right, that's just the maybe – my favorite last name to say. In the <laughs> he used to be a net. He's a good player. Good player for Brooklyn, but he's down here in Dallas now. One of the highest played paid players on the team. Him and Luka Doncic doing their thing. And I also like Tim Hardaway Jr. Also a son to a famous NBA star. So uh, that's kind of cool. Tim Hardaway Jr. and Scottie Pippen Jr. playing against each other. That is that is hilarious. That is uh, a throwback to the '90s. <laughs> All right, Rob. So that's game two. Who do you like in that matchup? Game two, I'm going Mavs. I like Mavs a lot. Cool. I got LeBron throwing it down and getting the W. Nice. All right, game three. Some could call it the middle game of the day. Two in the front. Two on the back end. This is the middle game here. You know, you've probably eaten a little bit earlier, I would think, on Christmas. So this is probably the game there. You might be finding yourself on the couch in the second half, watching mm. it, just relaxing. Mm. And it's a great, great game. You could make the case it's the best game of the day. You've got the two top teams in the Eastern Conference, both looking to win an NBA championship. Number one and number two taking on each other. Boston lost last year in the NBA championship. They then got a new head coach this season. I don't know if you saw the headlines or not, but weird circumstances up in Boston apparently didn't affect the squad at all because the team is just dominating on the court. They are. They are dominating on the court. Um, and I really like this team a lot. Uh, Jalen Brown is putting over 20 points. Uh Jason Tatum's just playing out of his mind. Uh, I really like this team. I think they're going to do very well in this game. But, you know, Giannis, 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 why am I blanking on the name? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, Giannis. You are so, you're so good with that. That was insane. That was wild. And that's also, you know what, Dinwiddie from the Mavs is great, but Giannis, he might have us there. That's a great last name. I can't even pronounce it. So Giannis you couldn't even get to the first name. <laughs> I wanted to say Gianni's. <laughs> I love Gianni's pizza. That was one of my favorite spots. I mean, frankly, when I look at Giannis's name, I think of 
pizza, pepperoni, and sausage. <laughs> uh, Chris Middleton came back from a big injury. Uh, Drew Holiday. They also have Grayson Allen, a sharpshooter out of Duke. Uh, I really like, I mean, I like the Bucks. The Bucks are really, uh, really strong in this game. Uh, I'm going to go, ooh, actually, it's in Boston. Give me Boston. Give me Boston in this one. You take your Celtics. You take Al Horford, whoever you want in that game. I'm not going against the Greek freak, all right? Give me Milwaukee. Giannis and the Bucks get the W on the road and uh, play the Grinch role in Boston play the Grinch role. <laughs> All right. Here's the nightcap, 8 p.m. Now here's like, if you're still up at this point, East Coast time, great job. Christmas is a long day. You're up early. Kids are probably getting up before you're even getting up. And yeah. like you're half asleep and you're trying to help them with the gifts. And it's like a whole thing, wrapping papers everywhere. Then you, you got breakfast and then you play with the games. You're exhausted. Mm -hmm, then you mm -hmm. got to eat lunch. Maybe you got a family coming over. You're going to somebody's house. It's a long day. It's a Talk to me, baby. Talk to me. Talk to so me. If, if it's eight o'clock and you're still up, you got to tune into the Grizzlies and Warriors matchup. This is the defending champions. Remember we talked about it earlier since 1995, the defending champions play on Christmas day. This is that game. Golden state. They won the crown last year. It was their seventh NBA title and they're hosting Memphis, a team that has never played on Christmas day. This will be the first time you see the Grizzlies on the court on Christmas day and there's only one reason why, and it's Ja Morant. This guy, he's the, I think, face of the NBA. He's got to be, at least if he's not now, he will be by next year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Ja Morant, he's, he's a beast. He's he led his team. Rob, think about this. Memphis has been to the playoffs the last two seasons. I don't know if you've ever been able to say that before, but for two straight years, they've been in the postseason. They're contending as the top team already in the Western Conference this year. Golden State's had some injuries. They're coming off of a championship. They're a little, you know, a little high on last year, but they're around 500 this year, and I think they'll pick it up. I think they'll get back to yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, you got John Morant, and then you got my boy Steve Adams. This guy, Rick, flashback to probably five or six years ago, seven years ago, whatever it was, how Oklahoma City did not win a, a an NBA championship is beyond me looking at the players that have left. You got Kevin Durant. You got Russell Westbrook. You got James Harden. Serge Ibaka was on that team. Uh, you had uh, a couple other people on that team that were really good role players. And then you had this guy, Steve Adams. And it was really funny because Steve Adams had a shaved head when he played for them, but he had this ridiculous tattoo because he's from New Zealand. And he just, he's like a 6'10 uh, center, which is usually reserved for like seven foot, seven foot one. So he's on the smaller side of a center. And he is just a rebounding machine and just so aggressive. And he grew out his hair. So he looks like a, like a, he looks like a Samoan. And he's just an absolute freak down low. So I love watching Steve Adams. He is gritty. Uh, Ja Morant's great. They got Desmond Bain. They got Jerry uh, Jackson Jr. Uh, who can shoot it up too. 
So I like this. This is going to be a great matchup. Definitely smash the over on, on the points. Um, again, they're playing in San Francisco, though. I'm going to go with the Warriors. Yeah, Rob, you've got Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, and Andrew Wiggins. That's a heck of a roster right there. And here's one of the cool things, Rob. Steph Curry, Hall of Famer. He's out of Davidson. And John Morant out of Murray State. Like, I think when it comes to basketball, you can make the case that college where you play has the least relevance on if you're going to be a stud in the professional ranks. I mean, most NFL studs <laughs> come from top five power conferences. Agreed. I think, I think the baseball side of things, you're dealing with a lot of the, you know, SEC, some of the premier leagues, uh, conferences around the, the country. I really think basketball is just so cool in that regard. And this matchup, Rob, is going to be a rematch of last year's Western Conference semifinals playoff series. So maybe a little bit of a rivalry kind of maybe developing here. Either way, it's going to be a great game. This is the one to catch. And I'm with you, Rob. Golden State at home gets it done. Moving on, this is the late slate. And God bless you if you're on the East Coast staying up for this one. 10.30 start, not going to finish until 1 in the morning East Coast time. You got to be a diehard Suns or Nuggets fan for this. I think basically what happens in this case scenario, Rob, is like you catch a second win. Like you've had such a long day. You pass out earlier in the day. And then all of a sudden you wake up and you've got a burst of energy. You're cleaning the house. You're preparing something in the kitchen. You don't even know what it is. It might be leftovers. It could be dinner for tomorrow. You're just moving around, putzing. And all of a sudden you find yourself watching the Suns and Nuggets at midnight. And (laughs) Wouldn't All be the worst. Ouch, ouch, you're on my hair. Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world here. I mean, think about it. Both are in the top tier of the Western Conference. They both have dreams of hoisting an NBA championship. Phoenix, they had the best record last regular season. Dominated. And Denver, Denver's made it to the playoffs for the last four years. So you got two solid teams. I mean, look at the rosters here. DeAndre Aiden. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, and Michael Porter Jr. Six all-stars on the court. Wow. I mean, here's the one. And then you got Nikola Jokic, the Joker, is a back-to-back NBA MVP in uh, 2021-2022. He's from Serbia. You know, that's another thing too, Rick, is like these NBA players, yeah, like sure, a lot of them come from Duke and the ACC and the Big 12 and like all these different schools, but the Europeans, geez, like I mean, Giannis, Giannis came from Greece, right? You got Jokic, you got, uh, you know, the, uh, you got all these different players coming from around the, around the world to play. Exactly. You proved my point. Exactly what I was saying earlier. Anywhere in the world you can come and you can be a star in the NBA. And Jokic, you know, he's won back-to-back MVP titles. Wouldn't surprise me if the 6'11", 285-pound center in his seventh season, averaging 24 points, 10 rebounds, and 9 assists, had a three-peat. It wouldn't surprise me. And here's what I think will surprise a lot of our listeners. 
Most of our listeners already know this fact. They already know that Denver is one in six on Christmas Day games. I'm not telling people something they don't already know. That's that's something you just wake up in the morning. You know that stat in your head. One in six, Christmas Day, hasn't been favorable for Denver over the past 75 years. They're going to make it happen, Rob. They're taking home the goodies. They're opening up the presents. They're getting the W on Christmas night. That's what I make of this. I like it. I like it. I couldn't agree more, Ricky. Well, Rob, this was a fantastic, fantastic, I said fantastic podcast, episode 130, the NBA on Christmas Day, a 75-year tradition. I hope all of you enjoy the holidays, whatever holiday you're celebrating, but on the 25th of December, plant yourself on the couch, enjoy all the food and all the basketball. Have a Merry Christmas. I'm Rick Brandt. And I'm Rob Brand. We're the Brothers Brand. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.